Hello everyone and welcome back to Biblical Truths and a very happy new year. Um, so I know this is the second, this is the second Sunday um, at time of recording, the second Sunday of the year. Um, it's January 9th and we are not slowing down. Um, hopefully all, all episodes will be released every Friday. So I'm going to, we're going to come in bold and we're going to come in hard. So I'm starting off with something very strong and, um, I will give you the topic of today, um, once I read the passage. So here we go in 2 Timothy 3. So it says, and I've read this to you a couple times before, but um, at the end of last year, I I um, read this passage again and saw something new in it that I hadn't seen before. Uh, and it just encouraged me. And it's something that I, um, I wrote it down, I wrote it out, and I need to keep in the forefront of my mind when um, I'm starting to get discouraged um, at things. Um, like I said in a previous episode, you have to stay in the word. It's like you have to constantly be in the word to just stay encouraged because the days are evil. So here we go in Second Timothy 3. But mark this, there will be terrible times in the last days. People will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boastful, proud, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, without love, unforgiving, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not lovers of the good, treacherous, rash, conceited, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. And this CSB, I'm reading the NIV, and this CSB, it also lists unreconcilable um, Lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying its power, have nothing to do with such people. They are the kind who worm their way into homes and gain control over gullible women who are loaded down with sins and are swayed by all kinds of evil desires, always learning but never able to come to a knowledge of truth. Just as James and Jambres opposed Moses, so also these teachers oppose the truth. They are men of depraved minds who, as far as the faith is concerned, are rejected. But they will not get very far because, as in the case of those men, their folly will be clear to everyone. Um, and this is the part... Um, well, we'll get to it. So in verse 10, continuing in verse 10... You, however, know all my teaching, my way of life, my purpose, faith, patience, love, endurance, persecutions, sufferings, what kinds of things happened to me in Antioch, Iconium, and Lystra, if I pronounce that right, the per persecutions I endured, yet the Lord rescued me from all of them. And here's, here's the verse um, that we're getting to, and then I'll continue to read the rest of it and then give you the topic so verse 12 in fact everyone who wants to live a godly life in christ jesus 
will be persecuted while evil while evildoers and impostors will go from bad to worse deceiving and being deceived but as for you continue in what you have learned and have become convinced of because you know those from who you learned it and how from infancy you have known the holy scriptures which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. All scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. And then in chapter 4, in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who will judge the living and the dead, and in view of his appearing in his kingdom, I give you this charge. Preach the word. Be prepared in season and out of season. Correct, rebuke, and encourage with great patience and careful instruction. For the time will come when people will not put up with sound doctrine. Instead, to suit their own desires, they will gather around them a great number of teachers to say what their itching ears want to hear. They will turn their ears away from the truth and turn aside to myths. But you, keep your head in all situations, endure hardship, do the work of an evangelist, discharge all the duties of your ministry. Um, for I am already being poured out like a drink offering, and the time for my departure is near. Okay, so this is, I'm going to stop right here, and I'm going to give you the topic. And so the topic for today is imposters. And I didn't see this, I don't know why I didn't see this before, but so I, um, switching to the CSB version, um, it says, in fact, all who want to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. Evil do, evil people and imposters will become worse deceiving and being deceived and that the word just imposter stuck out to me because it's like and I it's like a deeper revelation of this because so the word of God is telling us there are going to be imposters um in the faith like they're going to be people that look like they like are all about Jesus, but they're not. They're imposters. And it says, uh, evil people and imposters will become worse, deceiving, deceiving other people and also themselves being deceived. Um, how I understand it and from what the word says. Um, and so, like, it just stuck out to me that so there are going to be people in the church, people who go to go to a church every Sunday and raise their hands people that fast people that praise like God people that listen to the music they got or listen to worship sing worship music sing worship music read their bible right in their journal like do communion take all these things in they will look like they're living a life dedicated to God but they're imposters being um becoming worse deceiving other people and also themselves being deceived and the bible talks about this in more than one place too 
in second Peter also in in first John um I just can't believe like I'm like I I never saw this in the this from this perspective from in this depth that I haven't seen it so I just wanted to share this with you and because it says in fact all who want to live a godly life in Christ Jesus not might but will be persecuted so it, it, if you're being persecuted right now and like your heart is really toward God um, your heart's really toward Adonai like you're going to be persecuted and I know it's hard like it's very very hard and heartbreaking and it touches your heart and soul because well number one it hurts number two it shouldn't be like this um we as a family of christ shouldn't be and like treating each other bad we shouldn't there we shouldn't we should be treating each other according to the word of god not not deceiving other people and talking bad about other people and secretly like telling stories about them that are not real that aren't true and deceiving other people like we should all be loving one another like we should love the lord our god with all of our heart soul mind and strength and love our neighbor as ourselves we should be acting justly loving mercy and walking humbly with god we should be loving one another above ourselves we should be laying down our lives for each other not thinking of ourselves more highly than the other person and looking down on people we shouldn't be there shouldn't be imposters that's not what the family of god is and so like one of the things I'm, and I might have shared this before in a previous episode, but like one of the hardest things for me to get past, um, it just, which is why I keep seeing things like this, is like one of the hardest things for me to get past is people in the church um, who proclaim love for Jesus. They look so dedicated to God and they raise their hands in worship. They say amen in church. They are all great with the power of God and they take communion and they read the word and all this people like that like treating you treating me so bad and and not not Christ-like at all it's completely ungodly in how they treat like people that don't like suit their purpose people that they literally that god has called them to love and they don't want to love them they shove them aside and treat them really bad like that's really wrong and um i'm noticing how this is i'm not the only person that this has happened to like there's some people I know where they've they've been telling me things that they've gone through and it's 
like a very similar thing with people in the church like just being really nasty and unchristlike but still like not displaying a christ-like character a godly character a godly heart they they're not displaying that um and just being so mean and nasty like that's not what the family of god is and So I know I'm not the only one going through this. So I hope this encourages you. Um, I want to read um, the rest of this CSB version. So it says, in fact, all who want to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted, will be persecuted. Evil people and imposters will become worse, deceiving and being deceived. I highlighted this next part for me. Um, it's highlighted in my journal because I, I wrote this out. But as for you, continue in what you have learned and firmly believed. Um, and then it says, you know those who taught you. And you know that from infancy, I highlighted infancy because it stuck out to me. You've known the sacred scriptures which are able to give you wisdom for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. All scripture is inspired by God and is profitable for teaching, for rebuking, for correcting, for training in righteousness, so that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. I solemnly charge you before God in Christ Jesus, who is going to judge the living and the dead, and because of his appearing in his kingdom, preach the word, be ready in season and out of season, correct, rebuke, and encourage with great patience and teaching. For the time will come when people will not tolerate sound doctrine, but according to their own desires, see, but according to their own desires will multiply teachers for themselves because they have an itch to hear what they want to hear. They will turn away from hearing the truth and will turn aside to myths. But as for you, exercise self-control in everything. I um, highlighted endure hardships. And it says, do the work of an evangelist. Fulfill your ministry. And then I also wrote, so that was Second Timothy 3.10. Um, through chapter 4 verse 5 and then I have other similar scriptures or 1st Timothy 4 um, 1st John um, I have 1st John 4 but really first all, all of 1st John 2nd Peter 2 which I will read to you um, Matthew 24 and then 2nd Corinthians 11 and then I wrote out the word of God says there will be imposters. That means people may look like Jesus, but they don't follow him. It means people may seem, it means people may say they follow Jesus and love Jesus, but they don't. Their actions prove differently. They may act and seem super spiritual, but they aren't. At least not for the kingdom of Yeshua, Jesus of Adonai. There will be people like this, an ever-increasing increasing amount as it nears the return of Yeshua Jesus to rapture those that truly belong to him. 
Um, and I wrote out the definition of an imposter, and it's a person who deceives others by pretending to be someone else, one that assumes false identity or title for the purpose of deception, fake, fraud, charlatan are some of the synonyms. And then I also wanted to read you Second Peter 2. So it says that there there were also false prophets among the people, just as there will be false teachers among you. They will secretly introduce destructive heresies. They will secretly, secretly introduce destructive heresies, even denying the sovereign Lord who who bought them, bringing swift destruction on themselves. Many, many will follow their depraved conduct and will bring the way of truth into disrepute. So this is like, seems to me, there are false people in the church, false prophets, false teachers in the church, and they're going to be with us. And they're going to, like I just read to you, having a form of godliness but denying its power. So like, also like, Another thing, when I read this, I think about how it says, like, you've got people having a form of godliness, but they're not acting like they don't have a, they're not, their actions aren't godly. They're not Christ-like. Um, bringing swift destruction on themselves. Many many will follow their depraved conduct and will bring the way of truth into disrepute. In their greed, these teachers will exploit you. In their greed, these teachers will exploit you with fabricated stories. Their condemnation has long been hanging over them and their destruction has has not been sleeping. For if God did not spare angels when they sinned, but sent them to hell, putting them in chains of darkness to be held for judgment. If he did not spare the ancient world when he brought the flood on its ungodly people, but protected Noah, a preacher of righteousness, and seven others, if he condemned the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah by burning them to ashes and made them an example of what is going to happen to the ungodly, and if he rescued Lot, a righteous man who was distressed by the depraved conduct of lawlessness. For that righteous man, living among them day after day, was tormented in his righteous soul by the lawless deeds he saw and heard. That encourages me. Because, like, I'm going through this situation and I kind of feel like what this verse says. Like, like I'm going through what this verse says, like, where... um. For that righteous man living among them day after day was tormented in his righteous soul by the lawless deeds he saw and heard. So it's like, you know, and I feel like I'm going this because from my perspective, if I say it's like so, you're, you're in right standing with God. I'm in right standing with God. And you're having to live among people who... say like say one thing but their actions are not of God 
and they're not godly, they're not God characteristics, they're not what how God tells us to treat each other. And because they're in the church, like it's and you're having to be around them and and like having you're have you're seeing these things and the things that they're doing, like it's like it your heart knows it's not how it's supposed to be and it's not how God created us to be towards and with each other. And so, like, where it says, um, for that righteous man living among them day after day was tormented in his righteous soul, soul by the lawless deeds he saw and heard. And it says, if this is so, then the Lord knows how to rescue the godly from trials and to hold the unrighteous for punishment on the day of judgment. This is especially true of those who follow the corrupt desire of the flesh and despise authority. Bold and arrogant, they are not afraid to heap abuse on celestial beings. Yet even angels, although they are stronger and more powerful, do not heap abuse on such beings when bringing judgment on them from the Lord. But these people blaspheme matters they do not understand. They are like unreasoning animals, creatures of instinct born only to be caught and destroyed. And like animals, they too will perish. They will be paid back with harm for the harm they have done. Their idea of pleasure is to carouse in broad daylight. They are blots and blemishes, reveling in their pleasure while they feast with you. With eyes full of adultery, they never stop sinning. They seduce the unstable. They are experts in greed and a cursed brood. They have left the straight way and wandered off to follow the way of Balaam, son of Bezer, who loved the wages of wickedness. But he was rebuked for wrongdoing by a donkey, an animal without speech, who spoke with a human voice and restrained the prophet's madness. These people are springs without water and mist driven by a storm. Blackest darkness is reserved for them, for they mouth empty boastful words, and by appealing to the lustful desires of the flesh, they entice people who are just escaping from those who live in air. They promise them freedom, while they themselves are slaves of depravity, for people are slaves to whatever has mastered them. And that's something that I was... Um, uh, that's something that I was like beat down with, looked down upon, because um, it's like I already have a right standing. I have a track record with God. Like we've built a relationship with each other over the years um, since I was born, long before I met any of like you people so you're trying to tell me that I'm not free in Christ and you're trying to promise me freedom when you yourself are not free so this verse um, that I just read sticks out to me uh, too um, verse 20 if they have escaped the corruption of the world by knowing our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and are again entangled in it and are overcome they are worse off at the end than they were at the beginning it would have been better for them not to have known the way of righteousness than to have known it and then turn 
to turn their backs on the sacred command that was passed on to them. Of them, the proverbs are true. A dog, retur- a dog returns to its vomit, and is so that washed, that is washed, returns to her wallowing in the mud. And so, yeah, that just really stuck out to me. And I wanted to talk about it because I don't feel like a lot of people talk about this. And if so, like, I don't know where the resources are, where they do. So I want to be a point of letting people know that if they are going through something like this, they're not alone. And it's this is real and it hurts really bad. But to take heart because... Um, the word of God tells us that if we want to live a godly life in Christ Jesus, that we will be persecuted and, um, evil people and imposters will become worse, deceiving and being deceived. So you're not crazy. You're not losing your mind. Like keep going. It says, the ver- one of the verses in Second Timothy I read to you says, Keep your head in all things. Um, endure hardship. Do the work of an evangelist. Fulfill your ministry. Keep going. And it's interesting because one of the word, the word at church today was on Nehemiah um, 6, verses 1 through 9. And it talks about, um, it was about attempting to... Um, because I wrote it down, attempt to discourage the building. Um, so like Nehemiah is building this, the wall for the temple or something like that. And like there are people who have it and enemies who have it out to discourage him and they have plans for evil for him, the enemy and like the message was talking about how it's like I've got an important work to do and I'm not coming down to your level um of (laughs) of stopping my work because of like the evil that you're trying to do you're trying to bring me down to your level ever gotta sneeze Excuse me. Um, excuse me. Um, so it's really interesting how the word lines up with, or what I read today lines up with the message today in church. Because um, also in Nehemiah, they try to get him to stop building the wall. And he doesn't stop. Like, he just keeps going. And so it just connected for me when in Second Timothy 3 or 4, it says, like, do the work of an evangelist and fulfill your ministry. Like, fulfill your ministry. That connected to the Nehemiah thing for me. Um, where it's like, keep going, don't stop. Um, but I pray if you're going through something like this that 
God just encourages you every step of the way. His word says he never leaves us and he never forsakes us. Um, I just pray courage and love and comfort over you and strength and wisdom in the situation. And I want you to know that you're not alone. And I know it's hard, but keep going because... um, You are worth so much to God and he sees you and he cares about you and he loves you. And don't give up. Keep going. Keep going. Uh, Yeah. Try not to cry (laughs) because like this, like when you go through something like that, it just touches you deeply. Um, And you don't want, you don't want other people to go through that or experience it. And you wish you could change it for them make it better but you can't you just have to love we just have to love each other through um these challenges that we face and so yeah I hope that encourages you and builds you up um I would encourage you to go read the other scriptures that I mentioned and to also read the ones that I read too for yourself um so the main reading I said was in 2nd Timothy 3 and I also read part of 2nd Timothy 4 and then if you want more to read like I was saying I would encourage you to read 1st Timothy 4 2nd Timothy um oh that's when I just read um, three through four, first John four, but really all of first John, second Peter, Matthew 24, second Corinthians 11, and also in worship, they were talking about John 16, and so I would also encourage you to read that because, um, what was spoken there about, um, it's part of the verse that says, Grief will not end in mourning or something like that. But it's in John 16, so I would also encourage you to read John 16. And um, I'll see you next time. P.S. So back in Second Peter 2, um, where I read um, verse 13, I'll read it again. So it says, they will be paid back with harm for the harm they have done. Their idea of pleasure is to carouse in broad daylight. They are blots and blemishes, reveling in their pleasures while they feast with you. And also, the part um, where it says, um, while they feast with you is another like indicator that these people are, like they're around you, which means they'll be in the church as well and um so that part just stuck out to me as another thing of when I shared that like it's hard to one of the hard things for me is like finding these people in the church um and so this is just like another confirmation verse it's like they're going to be there. They're going to be around you. So be 
on the lookout and use discernment and wisdom and um, make sure you guard your heart and make sure um, that you're continu- that you are continuing to grow in the word and in God in his heart and his kingdom and his characteristics um, and yes I do pray courage and um, comfort and protection and encouragement over you and for you and healing over you and for you till next time